Hello and welcome to another episode of Where is Hillman Anyway, a podcast about all of your favorite and not so favorite black sitcoms. I'm Jamie and I'm here with my co-host Robert and today we're going to be talking about another one of our favorites, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> because if you go now this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down everybody can finish it yeah it's, it's simple it's one of the greatest sitcoms of all time from Period. little kids to old adults everybody knows uh, that actually reminds me I was watching uh, it, it, it's something that made me even feel old um, it was like a video of college basketball players identifying celebrities and shows. And it from was from the nineties. Yeah, it was from the nineties. And like it was funny because they didn't know like Seinfeld. Yeah, like... I, I saw that. And it was <laughs> yeah, it Robert, it was LSU and Clemson football players. Yeah, yeah. Or, what or did I say? Championship basketball players. Oh, whatever. They're kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> just I just want the NCAA to pay them. I don't know them. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Most of them were born like in 99 or 2000. Yeah, exactly. But the funniest thing, so they didn't know, they didn't know um, Seinfeld. They thought it was Friends. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny to me that all of them said Friends, like pretty much. They didn't, right. Except for the white dude. The white dude knew Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't know uh, Britney Spears. They thought one was like uh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, yeah. <laughs> I was like, y'all don't know Britney Spears? Right. She's still making music. One guy said that TLC was the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. And another then, one said Destiny's Child. Right. Oh, and and then started singing Rain. <laughs> SWV. He was like, I don't know them, but I, I know their music. Rain down. <laughs> I was like, what? No, no. that's neither no. TLC nor Destiny's Child. I don't understand. I mean, I mean, I guess because everyone has this has to be the answer because everyone has their own personal media devices these days. Yeah, their parents' music isn't forced upon them like it was. Right. Yeah that that does make a lot of sense because like I obviously I knew a lot of stuff about artists that came before me. Yeah, when I was a kid. Because I grew up listening to older things. You had to. Yeah. How could you tell your mom to or dad or grandma or whoever to change the radio? What? <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> You're going to get this temptation. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't. And then watching TV, I we were lucky that our parents didn't. My mom really didn't care what we watched. Yeah, so same. We would watch what we wanted to, but... When the stories were on, we had to watch the stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember times where, I, like, I didn't have cable or something like that. Right. Like, the, the only there's only one TV in the house, so you're going to watch what she's watching. Whatever <laughs> they're watching, that's it. So we had to watch things that were before us. Which is why I know the theme song to Matlock. So oh, I love Matlock. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I had it down. Did you have the timeline down? Um, no, I did not. Okay, okay, so it starts off and it introduces it, and there's a 
there's a murder, right? And they Stop. call in Matlock to come in try to solve it. About 15 minutes in, there's a twist. Of course. Uh, yeah, okay. So a twist in something in the murder, right? And they capture uh-huh. somebody about 30 minutes in, they figure out who it is. <laughs> but then about 45 minutes, there's a twist in that. <laughs> and here comes Matlock to save the day. Of course. What it is. So that's the Matlock timeline. Gotcha. Gotcha. There's <laughs> always a formula to those shows. Like every procedural cop drama has a format, even okay. Law and Order, and it's oh, still yeah. going right now. Definitely. And it works. You just keep changing the, all you do is change the premise and you're good. Honestly, I, I love SBU. So, <laughs> yeah. I just started watching it again because there was a time where I watched all of them. I'd take a break because I've seen them all. Now I'm getting to where I can enjoy them again, even though I've seen it before. I hadn't I hadn't seen a lot of them because I used to watch them like at random mm-hmm. uh, because they would come on USA or whatever. So whatever episode came on, I would just watch it and right. it would jump around in the timeline. So I had a lot of time on my hand last year, so I was able to watch them chronologically. Oh wow! <laughs> like, and I've oh, got to see now the sto- I see what happened. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Because I used to be like, who's this guy? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we digress. <laughs> so, and we've already been kind of doing the intro, and but we were talking about old shows. We're trying to introduce a new segment, what we're watching right now. So, what have you been watching? Um. All right. So, as far as shows that I can think of that, that prominently feature black characters as the central characters mostly well sitcoms that is mm-hmm. mostly i'm getting like uh grownish and blackish are at the top of the list mm. how was the premiere of grownish i actually i'm a little behind so i haven't seen the new premiere oh. so uh yeah i'm like two episodes behind on both shows one or two okay so i haven't yeah, seen so. the premiere yet either yeah so we'll, we'll save that combo for next episode (laughs) yeah we'll update you guys when we see it (laughs) um so they stand at the forefront um as far as i i I haven't really i haven't gotten into mixed dish which awful title again by the way jesus because i mean they really should have just tried to move away from the ish yeah but i guess they're trying to show it's a family thing so i get that but mixed-ish doesn't make any sense. Right. It's like when they tried to make the working, like, that's like when the, the working title for Grownish was College-ish. Like, oh. yes, that was the original title of the show. Oh, yeah. And ev- the internet blew up with, like, this is a terrible name. And they were like, okay, how about we go with Grownish? It was like, oh, now you're gonna make sense? Thanks. Right, right. We appreciate that. Yeah. That's a little better. Okay. Yeah. But um, also, I can think of two other shows that prominently feature Black people. Uh-huh. Um, the Good Place, I highly recommend. Okay. Um, it's a story about a woman who is wrongfully admitted into heaven, and okay. shenanigans ensue. Right. I can't tell you much more than that, because it would ruin literally everything else about the story. So, <laughs> go check it out. But there's... um. There's another character, Chidi Adegonye, um, and he is 
you know, the prominently featured black character in the starring cast. So, but it's a fun watch, enjoyable, educational, honestly, and comical. So I would suggest it. All right. Yeah, I never really got into it. I think I saw the first episode and never went back to it. You got to keep watching. It it really is one of those shows. I, I know people hate when people tell them that, but like, you really, like, you don't get enough context with one episode. I can tell you this, that basically, basically it resets each season. So it, it's hard to explain what that really means without spoiling anything. Okay. But oh. like, mm-hmm. it, it's the same characters, but the plot varies in a way. It, it'll oh. make sense when you watch it though. Okay. Yeah. But you have to watch it in order to get there. Okay. I know. It's rough. <laughs> and what was your other one? Um... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, really? Hilarious. I didn't know it was going to be this funny. It's hilarious. And I mean, like, you can... It, it's another one of those shows where it's like, I, I guess, like, you know, um, Andy Samberg's character, Jake, uh-huh. is the main character, but yeah. it's more of an ensemble cast. So, like, you know, just like, you know, like with the, your your other sitcoms, like, you're, you're blackish or you're, you're grownish or... um. Just any of those, or, or girlfriends, something like that, you know, where you look at, like, Joan as the main character, but she's really not. There's other storylines with the other people. Right. So, like, some episode, like, more episodes focus on this one person, but there are definitely plenty of storylines to deal with the other people. Okay. And in that one, you have uh, Andre Broughton, is that how you pronounce his last name? I think so. Who is a prominently featured character, and he's the captain of their precinct. Mm-hmm. And he's an openly black gay police captain in Brooklyn, New York. Right. And then the second in command is Lieutenant Terry Jeffords, played by Terry Crews. <laughs> so, yeah. So those are the two prominently featured Black characters. I mean, but again, it's a pretty diverse cast because you also have two Latina characters. There's two white guys and one white woman. And those are, well, no, there's two more older white guys, but they're they're completely comic relief. Um, so, yeah. I would suggest it to anybody. I think it's hilarious. And I think I have a pretty good sense of humor. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, yeah. What about you, Jamie? What you watching? So, I've been on Netflix. And mm-hmm. I just finished today watching The Circle. Mm. I guess that's not really a sitcom at all. It's more of a reality show slash game show. Yeah, it seems to be nothing of a sitcom at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you okay. forget what we do here, Jamie? Jeez. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so sitcom. Um, I guess I can't really... What have I been watching? Sitcoms are less... Are, are more rare nowadays, honestly. Especially for so. new stuff. Yeah. But... So the last few new ones that I've caught on to and that I'm looking for, forward to their second seasons um, is Mr. Iglesias. <laughs> I feel like you told me about this before. I like silly sitcoms. So I watch Fuller House and stuff like that. So Mr. Iglesias is Gabriel Iglesias, the comedian. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm, okay. I'm yeah. Familiar. For those that aren't. Um, <laughs> And he's a teacher. You did tell me about this. Yeah. I remember now. <laughs> so it's about him in his classroom. 
Got you. And it's like one of those silly off the wall Steve Harvey type uh, sitcoms. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Where he openly insults his children, even though that would clearly make him lose his job. Yeah, but he's a really good teacher. (laughs) Okay. Got you. And they like him and they're trying to, it's like the delinquent class. So it's like a, I'll also say something you've never heard of or maybe haven't seen, head of the class. Except those were the smart kids, I think, at head of the class. So maybe it's more like Welcome Back, Cotter. You ever heard of that? I've heard of both of them and you are aging yourself every day. It's oh, okay. God. I love those shows. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Welcome Back, Cotter was not in my time. It was before my time, but I still know about it. Okay. All right. Fine. Sure. I'll let you have that one. Right. <laughs> um, family Reunion on Netflix. It has Tia Maori, one of the twins, Tia and Tamara. Uh, I don't think you... Well, I, I hope you didn't have to explain that to anyone listening right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sister, sister. But um, so it has her and then it also has Loretta Devine. Whom we all love. Yes. And ooh, is that Richard Roundtree? Is the dad. Richard Roundtree? They got shaft on there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, yes. quick aside, mm-hmm. in Sister Sister, how come they never noticed that okay, they did notice it one time, but they tried to make it seem like it was so stretched out. They had him also come they had Marcus Houston also play Marcus Houston. Oh really? On what? Yeah, there was an episode when? where, like, uh it was one of their later years. They were like in high oh, school. Oh, after Roger wasn't on there anymore. No, Roger was still there. Like that—that that was part of the plot. Like Roger was still there, and like it was after you know they had the the rebrand. Sister, sister. Oh, then yeah. I got my own mind. All that. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, during that era, and um, uh, they. They booked, I don't know why they only booked Marcus Houston, because he was clearly still, because they were call, they were still calling him Batman at the time. I'm really glad he dropped that. Immature. Um, yeah, I don't know why they didn't book all of Immature, because they were definitely still Immature at the time. Mm-hmm. But they booked Marcus Houston to perform, and like, he got sick, or it, for some reason he wasn't going to be there. And then they looked at Roger, and they were like, if you squint your eyes and turn your head, <laughs> he kind of looks like Marcus Houston. Right. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it, it's just something that always bothered me. It's like, they're clearly twins. Like, <laughs> they're clearly the same person. So, come on. <laughs> oh, come on. You really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it just never made sense to me, like, Anytime they did that, it's the they did the same kind of gag in uh, Ocean's Twelve, I think, uh, uh-huh. where they had Julia Roberts' character pretend to be actress Julia Roberts. Oh, <laughs> but the thing was, they were like, they were like, we could get I, I, the setup was like, oh, we could get. Come on, you know she hates it when we say she looks like her, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, so yeah, right, but yeah, whatever. I, I once again complete offshoot. Let, right. Let's go back. So- <laughs> Family reunion. <laughs> Tia Mary is married to this guy, and then he was a football player, NFL football player, and they lived in Seattle. Okay, so he has CTE. They decided to leave Seattle and move back <laughs> to where he's from in Georgia. Of course he's So they're George. staying with his parents. Mm-hmm. Why? 
Well, until they can find a house. Uh, okay. Okay. And there's three kids. The first episode was terrible. Because uh, um, this premise sounds terrible. I can see why. It had a laugh track to where every single statement was a f- was funny. And that laugh was tracks funny. don't work anymore. Mm-mm. Like they're literally a joke to us now. So, but by the next couple episodes in, I totally had forgot about that. Mm. So it got better. And then mm. this last, they did a Christmas episode and it was really good. Because now Telma Hopkins is in it and Jack A. Those are mm. their divine sisters. That does sound entertaining. Okay. Mm-hmm. It got way Maybe better. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Just get past that first episode. You got to watch it because it sets up everything. But once you get past it, it gets better. I'm 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 pretty diligent about getting past. Like I'm I like to give shows room to grow. So I can usually I can usually give you a season. Right. Honestly. I I can give you a season and you know, cuz I mean, think about how many shows out there that if we had canceled them after the first season, we would have Family Ma- um not Family Family Guy. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't even watch the first two seasons anymore. They are awful. <laughs> <laughs> But they they found their niche and and they went they stuck straight into it. And honestly, because I work at night, I work in the afternoons mostly because mm-hmm. it has to be an after school thing. Because I work with kids, right? Um, when I get home, that's pretty much what I watch every day. Family Guy. Yeah, I I, I still watch Family Guy. It, there's a lot of crude humor still, but there's a lot of good humor too. <laughs> I think it's all hilarious. Oh, I still laugh. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it. It it does. Uh, it does probably cater to my base or impulses. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's pretty much what we're watching now. Um, we will come back next time and talk about Garnish. I need to go ahead and watch the um, yeah first episode. I'm, I'm gonna expand my portfolio to maybe include some Netflix shows, and we'll come back and give you some more stuff. Yeah. All right, so the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, starring Will Smith. And mm-hmm. no, I, I would go ahead. I'm sorry. It originally aired on NBC. It started in 1990 September and ended in 1996. And by the time I was a kid, it was, and I was actually able to pay attention to television. It was already in syndication. <laughs> um, but I saw in new syndication forever. Yeah, it's still going strong. You can, you can turn on your TV right now and see Fresh, Fresh Prince somewhere. Definitely. And this is oh, what. Yeah. Oh, Speaking of, in that same video that we were talking about earlier with those kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that they all knew was Martin. Yep. Every I remember one. that. They were like, oh, this is Martin. This is my show. Right. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> and it's because it's on every day, just like right. the Fresh Prince. It's literally on my TV on mute right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, Martin and Fresh Prince have been on... Have been in syndication for forever. 
Right. And, and they're any, not going anywhere. <laughs> at any point, you can put your guide up on the TV and see them back to back. Yep. One on one station and one on the other station at the same time. Yeah. And I'm, right I'm honestly pretty sure if it's not coming, then there probably was a Fresh Prince marathon before this Martin marathon. <laughs> right. So the culture lives on. Also, both of them had extremely good shoe game. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> they had all the feet. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is the Wikipedia description. The show stars Will Smith as a fictionalized version of himself, a street smart teenager from West Philadelphia, born and raised, <laughs> who is sent to move in with his wealthy uncle and aunt in their Bel Air mansion after getting into a fight in his hometown. In the series, his lifestyle often clashes with the lifestyle of his relatives in Bel Air. And then there's IMDb's description. And here we have a streetwise poor young man from Philadelphia sent by his mother to live with his aunt, uncle, and cousins in their Bel Air mansion. A streetwise poor young man. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on here? Why does this feel like this should be read by Cicely Tyson? (laughs) All right. A streetwise poor young man (laughs) sent to live with his uncle and aunt. Also... Is is it not weird to everybody else that like he, his mom just sent him to the other side of the country after one single fight? Like, how bad was that fight? Because he did say it was one. <laughs> he was just playing basketball, had a fight, and got sent to the other side of the country. His mom got scared. I I I can tell you, I got into more than one fight when I was a kid, and I never got sent to live across the country. Did you have a rich auntie? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> there lies the issue. <laughs> now, um, I will say, since we're in this moment of silence, yeah. um, this is another one of those shows where, ha- where we have an inexplicable source of wealth. Not, not inexplicable as far, in as far as we don't know what their jobs were. It was just like, how did they get this rich from those jobs? Like, I can understand them being pretty well off, like definitely upper middle class. Right. But they were rich. Like, right, especially with having a um, a butler living. A living butler, a pool house. Right. And a mansion in Bel Air. In Bel Air. <laughs> like, he was, a, he was a circuit court judge, and he wasn't even a judge the whole time. And then Vivian was a professor. What was she? She was a professor. She was a history professor. That's what I thought she was a professor. And we know they don't. They don't make a. I mean, they make can decent make money. A lot of money, but yeah. I mean, she could have been making like. I mean, we can make all kinds of theories. I mean, she could have been making money off like books, writing, or True. whatever. Speaking. And it's it's possible that Phil could have made a lot of money before he became a judge as a corporate lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. True. True. Because because we know he worked for a law firm firm at first. Right. He did. He did. So but it, it, it does seem kind of weird that he would do that and take the huge pay cut and just being a federal and just being like a a city judge. Mm-hmm. 
So, because I don't think he was like federal or anything. Because I mean, he he sat on cases that Will were was in, like, right. like traffic <laughs> cases and stuff. Right. <laughs> like so, he definitely wouldn't have been making no corporate lawyer money. <laughs> right. But yeah. Uh, once again, it's just one of those things. Just yeah, I don't I don't know, but that TV. <laughs> they, and they both had a lot of free time. It's the Cosby problem. They oh, had yeah, a definitely. lot of free time. A lot of time. <laughs> they were always home. Yes. Yeah. Once again. So, <clears throat> so the development of the show, um, the music manager, Benny Medina, wanted to sell a story uh, based on his life. So he changed it a little bit because he his he he had a family friend who it was a white family and they allowed him to live with them. So he changed it to a black family and made it actually family instead of a friend. Thank God. Right. Because <laughs> we already did that. That was um <laughs> that was um different strokes. <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so Benny Medina pitched the idea to Quincy Jones who had just signed a TV deal and they liked it. So then um, Will Smith was a rapper at the time. And And Jeff was the DJ. Right. (laughs) And he had gotten into some tax trouble. His girlfriend told him to go to, so he needed money. (laughs) I'm just saying some tax trouble is putting in mouth. Yeah, right, right. So his girlfriend urged him to go to a taping of Arsenio Hall where he met Benny Medina. And um, Benny Medina introduced Will Smith to Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones talked him into doing the show and that's it. Yeah, I I remember hearing because I I, I heard Will Smith tell the story and he was saying about how like Quincy basically wouldn't take no for an answer. Right, because Will was <laughs> Will was really reluctant to do it, and Quincy was like, "Oh no, no, no! You're going to do it. Right. It's that simple. Like you're gonna be on this TV show, and it's gonna be a hit, and we're gonna love it." And, and it, we did. yeah, it catapulted Will Smith from a rapper that we did like to a uh, household name. Yeah, to a movie day. superstar. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, we got to see him from comedic chops to dramatic chops, and here we are. Definitely. Um, so let's talk about the characters. Let's get into it. All right. I guess first we can start off with Will. Yep, we all know who he is. We've been talking about him. Yep. Yeah, this is Will Smith. I mean, if you don't know who Will Smith is by now. Uh, you don't have the internet, a television, newspapers. I, I don't know where you've been because <laughs> he's one of the biggest movie stars to exist. Um, you, you've got Men in Black, Bad Boys. He just made a movie in Bad Boys, uh, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, Bad Boys Three. I, Bad Boys for Life. I hear it's good. I hear it's good. That's what I've been hearing too. Yeah, and there's no Michael Bay this time, so I have a lot more um, faith in it. <laughs> um yeah so you know will smith he's done a million things and most of them great right. um but james avery james avery ah oh, james avery 
great character in Uncle Phil. Philip Banks. Philip Banks was, as we said, he was this big shot corporate lawyer at first on the show who ends up becoming a judge and getting into politics. Who he and his wife had a really big argument about that on the show, if you remember. Like the argument stretched over episodes. Like she Yeah. She really didn't want him to get into politics. Like she she just opposed him going into politics. Um and it was supposed to be um remember when their friend came and that's when Will found out that they used to be power to the people. Yeah, but like they were super like like uber revolutionary, like I'm at all the protests. Yeah. Phil was like, I got arrested several times. Like, we was out here. Um, and Will just couldn't believe it. He was like, Oh, you sitting over here talking about Malcolm X. You got a poster. I used to hear him speak. Like, right. you don't know about this. Like, don't think I'm a sellout just because you don't know. Right. Yeah, that was that was that was wild. Um also there was the time we met uh Phil's mentor. Sherman, who was played by Sherman Helmsley. I can't remember the oh. guy's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he came on, he was immediately, like, just abrasive and super misogynistic and, like, just, he was just the worst. Because um, he was talking about, like, women judges. He was like, I mean, they can sit on the bench. They have the ability to, but they're not good at it. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And Phil was like, I think it's time for you to retire. And he was like, oh, you think I'm going to retire? Well, and then he just ran a big smear campaign on Phil. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Um, But also the man behind the character, James Avery, who has done a lot of work over the years. Um, He was the voice of Shredder on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. (laughs) Um, I'm glad you said it because I was going to say Splinter. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know where that came from. I don't either. Uh, well, I mean, th- that is also a character on the show. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Splinter was the their sensei. Shredder was their enemy. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Jeez, Jamie. Oh, God. It was a long time ago, and it was really my brothers watching it. Uh, it was a long time ago, but I still remembered it. Ha, 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 ha. But yeah, he's awesome. Rest in peace. R.I.P., man. Next, his wife. (laughs) (laughs) First up was Janet Huber. Yeah, we all, as the uh, black community affectionately calls her, dark skin Aunt Viv. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was Daphne Reed. Yes. Who, Who... once again, affectionately known as light skin Aunt Viv. Right. (laughs) And she um, is married to um, Tim Reed, who went to Norfolk State. How did I not know that? What? Which I one? Think, I, I, well, I know he went. I knew Tim Reed went to Norfolk State. I didn't make the connection that he was married to her. Yep. Okay. I, I was like, I was sitting here thinking. I was like, why do I feel like that Reed name is going to come back to haunt me? <laughs> very soon. <laughs> yeah, they've been married for a long, long time. Okay. They even cool. they did TV shows together. Frank's Place. I have um, never seen Tim Reed yeah. in anything other than Sister Sister. I mean, I mean that's an exaggeration. I've seen him in something else, but WKRP in Cincinnati. You ever see that show? I did see that show. Only a few episodes, though. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. But so, yeah, we all know that Daphne Reed replaced um, Janet Hubert and mostly because Janet Hubert had an issue and they said she was hard to work with and she didn't like Will Smith getting all the attention. Um, okay, so here's my thing about this. This mm-hmm. one's this one's hard. Uh, I, I, did, I don't know the full story, but I do often wonder when I hear these stories, like how how much of it is like the actor being hard to work with and like people just saying that they're hard to work with because they want their just due. Right, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, if she was mad at Will getting all the attention, she's got to suck that up because he was clearly the star. He was right. <laughs> called the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, and and he was. I mean, no shade to anybody else. I mean, but he and probably James Avery were the best actors on the show. So, like, I mean, they had you, the most to do. Yeah, that that is true. They did have the most to do. So, and we didn't get to see a lot of the other acting chops a lot of times. Right. Alfonso Ribeiro got to got to stretch his legs a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. And I loved Alfonso Ribeiro before that. I what? How? What? He's done um, Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson. I remember that. Oh, I did see that. Oh uh, yeah, we share a and, birthday, you know? Huh? We have the same birthday. You and Alfonso. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he was on this show called Silver Spoons. I recall it. I don't remember it, but I'm aware of its existence. The, the best friend for Rick Schroeder. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so, and I love that show, so. Of course you do. <laughs> we didn't have much in the 80s. Had to take what we could get. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. I was, I guess I was pretty easily entertained in the 80s as well. <laughs> <laughs> you were Sesame Street and <laughs> Reading it. Rainbow. <laughs> right. oh, <yeah. laughs> but um so yeah alfonso Rivera, carlton the only black tom jones fan i know right oh. <laughs> no. there's probably a lot there probably are more, more but not in his age range yeah <laughs> <laughs> older people because some people thought he was black yeah. It, 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 is it just me or did like all white men in like the 70s look biracial? Like what was up with that? <laughs> they were all so uh, extremely tanned. And they had curly they hair. they tanned with baby oil <laughs> and they got perms. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a picture of Alex Trebek the other day and I was like, hold up! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is lying to me about something. <laughs> Right, and if you go and look at the um, the Brady Bunch, the older, I mean, the newer episodes of the Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. they all have perms and curly. That's perms. true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Mike Brady did have that perm. <laughs> Mike Brady had that curly fro. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro. Uh, who has has had a pretty good successful uh, career in his later days? You know, he's been doing a lot of game show hosting, which seems mm-hmm. to be which seems to be like a natural track for a lot of the charismatic uh, sitcom guys that like weren't able to be like su- superstars. Mario, um, whoever his last name is, Lopez. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Drew Carey. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of people went that way because I mean, and they they end up getting like 
big shows that like have been on for forever. Like Drew Carey's on the prices right now. Um, right. Al- Alfonso, I know he was doing um, uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, he was doing that for a while. I don't know if he's still doing that one, but I know he he's still doing game shows because if you go to the Game Show Network, which my grandma watches all the time, oh, um, wow. he's all over it. Like he's he's got like two shows. <laughs> Yeah. My husband's parents, they watch a lot of the Game Show Network, too. Yeah, he he pop, he definitely still pops up. I don't know what his current one is. I guess we do have the internet at our fingertips and we can find out. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Carlton was really, he was the little nerdy younger cousin that Will always made short jokes about. <laughs> so recently, I've watched some of the older, like the first season. Mm-hmm. And it was so. It was a little. Looking at it from the twenty twenty lens, uh-huh. it's a little offensive. <laughs> yeah. They really went overboard with the differences. Yeah, yeah. Carlton was. Um, you, you could see why he treated Carlton like that a lot of times because it was just like, "What are you doing, bro?" <laughs> it was way too much. Yeah, Will was way too. Yeah, homeboy. Yeah, it was like he didn't understand just general being around other people. And that's not true. Yeah, exactly. Like, he was just a... He was, oh, almost said that one. Uh, he was just a dude from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was a little... It, it, yeah, those first few seasons, it was like, okay, good gracious. Yeah, because I remember I remember because the pilot episode, he comes in and they have like a dinner party and they give him a whole tux. And it's like, I don't care where you come from. Like, you you're going to wear it. Yeah, you're going to wear a tux. Like, and he came out with this sideways hat and like a cummerbund over a t shirt. It was like, right. what are you doing? Two like, months. Yeah. And then, Way like, Phil was just like, you are embarrassing me far too much right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of understandable considering how he was acting. His behavior was kind of wild. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, Carlton had a sister, Hillary Banks, played by Karen Parsons. Dum, 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 dum. But yeah, oh, go on. I guess you, you liked her. <laughs> she was pretty cute. She was pretty yeah, cute. Yeah, everybody liked Hillary. <laughs> well, I mean, not in a, you don't like her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was a horrible person. <laughs> but you person. like her character. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the character was funny. Uh, like, she was, right. oh my God, she was funny. Hilarious, because she really played it. She played it well. Yeah, she did. Like she's she... one of those. That's one of those characters that you're always going to see them like that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, you played it too well. It's like, <laughs> like sorry, dog. So <laughs> you just typecast so, now. Right. <laughs> but um, she's doing um, cart like educational cartoons or something like that. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh, by the way, I did like find. Non- I did find. Uh, Alfonso's shows. He is still uh-huh. doing America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh-huh. And he has a show called Unwrap 2.0 on the Cooking Channel. Oh. He's doing both of those to this day. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, oh, but I, I'm sorry, I, I cut you off about Karen Parsons. Karen Parsons was also on Class Act and Major Pain. Yep. Uh, those are two memorable roles for her as well that I mm-hmm. remember. Because um, what she was. Uh, and Ladies' Man. Oh, she was in Ladies Man with with uh, uh, Tim Meadows. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a hard time remembering. I haven't seen Class Act in a while. Was she 
Blade's girlfriend or Duncan's girlfriend? Oh, I don't remember at all. Okay, because I remember, I, I think, uh, you know what? I think she was Blade's girlfriend because she was like a preppy, like really smart girl. And they both like traded, since they traded personalities, they traded like girlfriends that would have those personalities or be attracted to those personalities. Mm-hmm. But they still like them for who they are to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and obvi- now that I think about it, it was the 90s, so because she was light-skinned, obviously she would have been the smart one. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought about it, yeah. So, yeah, I remember that now. Right. Um, yeah, and I saw Major Paint recently because that's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then there is Tatiana Ali, the little sister, Ashley Banks. Oh, yeah. We got to see her grow up. Right. Because she went from, I'm wearing frilly, flowery dresses to, you know, teenager. Right. Wanting to sing and be on TV. Oh, God. That singing. <laughs> the singing one. Oh, God. You know what? <laughs> what bothers me so much about the singing episode is that, like, I, I get she was a one-hit wonder, but like she was only good. She was only popping for like a week. Like they <laughs> forgot about her real quick. Like she had the quickest fall from grace I've ever seen. It coincided with her attitude. You know, that's why they had to bring her down. Yeah, because she wasn't grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I was like, yo, he was like, she like the single came out like Monday and by Friday everybody was like that song is played out it was like right. y'all loved it yesterday <laughs> we set up a, a, a whole CD signing for this right and then she ended up putting out a, a, a putting out her own music years later yeah yeah I remember that she had a single that got pretty big I can't remember I liked it. it right now I remember it all day long I think of you Oh, oh yeah, you. something like that. All of my day dreams come true, or something like that. And it had the um, Peter Guns beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing the videos for it on like BET and stuff. Remember yeah. the music videos, um, right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I just saw a meme on Facebook that said, "Remember when you could fall asleep to." Um, BET's comic view and wake up in the middle of the night to BET uncut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could. That there was a dramatic shift in uh in scenery. <laughs> but yeah, she's also done um she was on Sesame Street for a long time. Yeah, I remember that. Um she did <laughs> something I'm trying to think of something else. Uh that was like that, like blew up. Oh, I remember she was yeah. <laughs> when she was really little. She was on Eddie Murphy Raw. Oh, really? Yeah. That the uh, if you look at that um, that uh, if you watch Eddie Murphy Raw, you know he has that that skit at the beginning where he's oh. really young telling um like really dirty jokes. She's oh. his little sister. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what she did, she had a TV show. She did. Yeah, it was called um. What's the name of that show? It was called Love That Girl on uh, TV One. 
Yeah, sure, sure. sure. Um, had two seasons. I watched it. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure yeah. you did. It wasn't that great, but I watched it. <laughs> uh, um, oh, she was. She had a. Uh, she was on the Young and the Restless for a while. Mm-hmm. She did. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, she's been doing a lot of Christmas movies this year. And oh, like, like oh, yeah, those... she's been doing Christmas movies. Yeah, the Lifetime, Hallmark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I forgot all about this. What? She was on an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Where she played oh. a set of twins. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, did, are you familiar with the show? Yeah, but I don't... I Like, I know there was a show called that on TV. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so... Okay, so Are You Afraid of the Dark for the Uninitiated is... it? it it's an... Um, uh, like a children's anthology horror series, and okay. even though it was like it was on Nickelodeon because it was on it was on Nick and not it was on SNCC, mm-hmm. so it came on like because you know SNCC was this their two hour block on Saturday nights, right? Where that had all that Keenan and Kel. Oh, and... speaking of all that, really quick to go off on a tangent on the tangent. Sure. One of my friend's daughters is the newest cast member, Aria Brooks. Oh, sweet. It's so awesome. I'm like, oh, I remember her. She used to come to band practice at one of the high schools I work with. And um, she would act like she was a drum major. <laughs> and now she's on TV for real. That's pretty cool. Like, I haven't watched the new All That uh, because I know it's not for me. Right. Like, my nostalgia is going to, like, I-, I remember all that fondly because I watched it when it was for me. Right. And now it's going to just be like, oh, this is a kid's show. Right. <laughs> But I'm glad they brought it back because I think that's something that is good for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? Yes. Um, so I remember sort because all right, so mostly I remember all that came on at eight. That was the first that was the the kickoff to SNCC. Mm-hmm. And then the middle two slots were kind of like the varying ones. Like those were like the shows they were trying out. So, or ones that got more successful eventually. Like eventually it was all that, then Keenan and Kel at 8.30. And that went on for a long time. And like that third slot was like the variable one. Eventually, like you had stuff like the Amanda show, et cetera, you know. And then at 9.30 though, like on, like the, on the other end of the sandwich, you had all that always. And then 9.30, you had Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which was admittedly pretty scary, actually. Like I've gone back to look at it as an adult, and I'm like, oh, these are these are good horror stories. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah that's why I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Um, they, uh, but I, I think she was in an episode where like one of the twins died when they were younger, and then like her ghost was trying to take her twin's place, or maybe she was trying to warn her of something. I don't remember exactly. I just oh. remember she was playing twins. <laughs> it's I haven't seen it since I was like 11 so right. who knows alright so then next we have whoops oh I lost my character thing oh no <laughs> Jamie <laughs> oh Jeffrey we all love Jeffrey his last name remember? was actually Butler <laughs> right live in Butler that's so weird of a job yeah I like, that. How do you have friends? Oh, like where can you have to always you go out? 
<laughs> you don't. That's the answer. You don't. Yeah, that would be weird to like, yeah, come over to my job where I live. <laughs> right. Do you walk around in your pajamas when you're off? Because it's after five. I mean. He did. Uh, we have seen him in his pajamas. He had that little sleeping cap. <laughs> oh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he was on the Bold and the Beautiful for a while. Oh. <laughs> Remember when I just saw the um, episode recently when they will made them him think that he won the lottery and he quit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. He was he jumping up and down the couch. <laughs> <laughs> he broke some like million dollar vase. <laughs> right. Um, it was a joke if you guys haven't seen that episode. Yeah, they, they recorded an old episode of the lottery and got him a ticket for those numbers. So he thought he was watching live, but instead it was a prank that Will and Jazz were playing on him? Or was it Will and Carlton? Will and Carlton. Yeah, okay. That that makes more sense. Speaking of jazz, we got the jazz. We got the jazz. (laughs) So jazz was a character, a recurring character. And he was one of Will... Oh, how did oh. Jazz get there? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Like, how <laughs> How would they have made friends? How did yeah. that happen? Was because... he friends from home? And no, Jazz think... moved there too? Or did he I... meet him there? No, I'm pretty sure Jazz was from L.A. Hmm. And they met somehow out there. I don't exactly remember. That would have to go back to, like, the early seasons. For yeah, me. I don't remember, remember his introduction. I don't either. I just always remember him being there. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think they. who knows? Maybe Will went to hang out in LA one day because he was bored with the Bel Air life. Right. And like met Jazz and they hit it off. So that's um, probably, I, I wondered about that recently. Um, speaking of Will's friends from home, Don Cheadle was a character on here, Will's friend Ice Tray. Yeah, I remember him. I I remember him. So, Don Cheadle's awesome, by the way. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I follow him on Twitter, so Me you too. might have seen this same story when you they said that Ice Tray was supposed to get his own spinoff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, just based off one episode, you know, him and Hillary fell in love, right? Her sight. But yeah, he was supposed to get his own spinoff. Oh. But it didn't work out. That would have been interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I mean, knowing what we know about Don Cheadle now and how good he is, I mean, right. who, who knows how that could be. What story could they made out of uh, home? I don't know. Are you Will serious right now? From West you, Philadelphia? You're serious right now? Think A about sitcom? how many Think about how many sitcoms have happened like that. I guess. Remember when the black neighbors came over and they uh-huh. argue with the racist guy. You remember? It I mean, spawned like, a little show yeah. off from it. I get that. That's a different kind of story. What's the sitcom in West Philadelphia? I don't know. I don't live in West Philadelphia. Have you ever been to Philly? It's awful. <laughs> I, I said it was funny. That's what I'm saying. I mean, not to, I'm not trying to be down on them, but... I mean, I don't know. I don't actually remember the character well enough to remember how we could have written stories about it, but... 
at the same time, <clears throat> let's not act like it hasn't happened before. Right. That's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> and then there was um, Little Nicky. Little Nicky. He was born to dark skin Aunt Viv. Then the season, that was the season finale. Then the next season, you had light skin Aunt Viv. And he was like five. Yeah. <laughs> and it had only been like a year. Like right. they said that. And I right. remember Jazz commenting on how she looked different. Right. <laughs> they they kind of made a couple of wink winks. Yeah. Cause Will just looked it. at the camera like, uh. <laughs> right. So throughout the years, they've had a lot of other guest stars. Um, I'm going to read Wait a second. and not really go, uh huh. I don't feel like we talked about Jazz enough. What about him? Only because, I mean, Jazz's character was hilarious. I mean, I do want to say that. He oh, only okay. he only yeah. appeared in random moments, it seemed like, but he was hilarious. But yeah. also, we didn't get into, I, I feel like he, he he's too big of a uh, of an outside celebrity to leave off. <laughs> okay. I mean, we want to talk about, like, his, the stuff that he's done? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's DJ Jazzy Jeff. He's one of the greatest yeah. DJs ever. Right. <laughs> he invented the Transformer sound for DJ. Like, he's He's my favorite DJ of all time, so like I just can't. We oh, can't. Okay. We can't just skip over him like that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got my own. Yeah. Business. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you get to yours too. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just saying about him as to why I kind of glossed up. I like him, but but. So do you remember that he was um that he used to travel with Mad Skills? Yeah. And then he just never called him no more. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. I didn't know right. about that. I didn't know that. He stopped talking to him. And he's like, I hit him up and he never answered. That's messed up. Right. So I was like, no, man. That's uh, messed up. That is messed up. Now you make me like not him. like DJ Jazzy Jeff. I mean, I like his music. Yeah, which is all I want to talk to. I don't know anything about his personality. Yeah, I, I liked it better when we didn't know things about the people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> things were so much better when we didn't know anything about celebrities. We could just sit in ignorant bliss. <laughs> right, we watch pictures, we can see their pictures, we see their videos, and we see the nice interviews, the stuff that they want us to know, that's fine. <laughs> now we see when they're drunk and beating up people on the subway or some shit like that. Oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, DJ Jesse Jeff and and the Fresh Prince, of course, they were or are a rap duo. That um, he's the DJ, I'm the rapper. Yeah, I mean, in the, in the '80s, and it was they were great. Yeah, they, they everybody. I mean, their music was good. Like they. They didn't fail at music. They just spent their money unwisely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was a kid. You give kids yeah. millions of dollars, what are you going to do? Spend it. <laughs> right. So, yeah. But, all right. I, I just wanted to acknowledge the, the, the skill of a, as a DJ that DJ Jazzy Jeff has. Uh, we don't have to go into his personal life. Yeah. <laughs> if you've only heard parents just don't understand and um, what was the one that's based on I Dream of Genie? That's parents uh, just understand. Yeah, that's yeah, that's parents just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girls of the, no no girls of the world ain't nothing but trouble. Is that the I dream of genie one? Oh. Yes. 
girls of the world named Ain't nothing Nancy but Trump. Yeah, 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 you're right. And summertime, of course. <laughs> summertime. Literally, okay, all right. I can't believe I didn't say this earlier. Summertime is the first rap song I can remember. Oh, honestly. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like summertime is like like somebody, you know, you know, the stereotypical uh brown sugar line, like, when did you fall in love with hip hop? You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? I was like, yo, no, I have an actual answer for that. Like summertime by the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Like, that was it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. So, yes, if those are your only references, though, y'all need to go and listen to Brand New Funk. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> listen to Brand New Funk, because I love that one. All right, so they had lots of other recurring guests. I'm going to read through. We can't get through everybody, because it's going to be a long episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> they had the who's who of guest stars. So, um, Nia Long played his, uh, Will's girlfriend for a while. Yeah. Um, Lisa. Right. Vernie Watson was uh, Viola Smith, and that's Will's mom. Mm-hmm. And I love her from, she was on the show called Harper Valley PTA. Okay. Anyway. Um, Tyra Banks. Also his girlfriend for a while. Yeah, she was on there for And a while. his ex from Philly. They knew each other from Philly already, and then she just happened to go to ULA, and that's how they reconnected. Oh, hold on! Will Smith dated Tyra Banks and Nia Long, right? (laughs) And Queen Latifah. Did he date with Queen Latifah? That's true. Man, he got all the girls. That's not fair. (laughs) Jennifer Lewis also played another sister. Yeah, and Vivian. Helen. Yep. <laughs> she was funny. Let's it's... see. Sherman Hensley was on there. Yeah. Like I said earlier. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, Garcelle Beauvais was on there. Uh, I don't remember when she was on there, but me neither. Jay Leno was himself on there a few times. Yeah, yeah, because I think Will went on the show for some reason. No, no, no. I think they. They got into a car accident, actually. Oh. <laughs> I think he and Will got into a car accident. I think. Uh, Dwayne I... Martin was on there. Um, yeah. Kim uh, Fields is on there, too. Yeah, I remember her. Uh, Bo Jackson had an episode on there. Wow, yeah. Heavy D. <laughs> oh. Um... Tevin Campbell. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. I remember when Tevin Kitt, because he played himself. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he sung to Ashley. Yep. As if Keisha that's who Campbell he wanted to sing to. Was on there. Jasmine Guy was on there for a <laughs> Why few did episodes. I do this? What? I said. No, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Anna Marie Horsford was on there. Alan Payne. Lorenz Tate. Zsa Voorhees. <laughs> Vanessa Williams. Oprah Winfrey. Boy Quincy Smith. Jones, obviously. Yeah. Tom <laughs> Jones. Oh, yeah. He yeah. showed up. He did show up. I think he was in like a Carlton imaginary mm-hmm. thing. Right. I, I remember when they went on Oprah. I saw that episode recently, actually. Oh, he really was only on there for one episode? Who? Wow. <laughs> so we have to talk about this one. And this is probably, if it's not your favorite episode, it's probably one of the ones that stands out for every single person. Okay. Will's dad. Oh, man. Gambarine. 
It was one episode. He was only on one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was only on one. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. He only showed up one time. Yeah. Dog. Will's dad, bro. That's when we all learned Will Smith had acting chops. It was that right there. Right. We was like, oh, oh. That probably got him Independence Day. Exactly. <laughs> and if you go on IMDb, that's like the it's the favorite episode. Yeah, yeah, it is. I see it. Yeah, Papa's got a brand new excuse. Mm-hmm. Hey, what? Why don't he want me? How come he don't want me, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ah, it was so good. <laughs> it was such a good monologue. Like I was like, "Oh wow!" Yeah, sad. Stacy Dash was on there. Um, of course. Come on, George Bard, Ken Griffey Jr. What? <laughs> yeah, everybody was on. Ooh, I, oh, I can't remember who it was. Oh, I remember Jaleel White was on there. He was Ashley's boyfriend. Hmm. <laughs> Um, there was one episode. Was this the one with Ice Tray? I don't think it was, but there was a there was an episode where no, I think it was D.L. Hughley who played it, who played the character. He was Will's friend and he was comedian. And like Will went with them to one of his shows, and like Will started cracking jokes at some point, and like people liked them. Uh-huh. And like his friend got mad and he was like, yo, you and then he, Will was like, yo, I'm about to be the next big thing in comedy. And like, pardon me, but Will's friend got mad and he's like, you don't even know anything about comedy. Like, how are you going to do that? Right. And then, like, so he's like mad at Will or whatever. And then Will does another show later on and bombs completely. Like, and that's, was, like that's the premise <laughs> of like every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Will proclaims that he's something. <laughs> has no idea how to do it. <laughs> and fails miserably. Goes out there and gets the biggest head possible. That's terrible. And then, see, you learned a lesson, didn't you? <laughs> End of show. Hold on. Oh, oh. Sherman Hemsley came back on the show as George Jefferson. This was later on in the mm-hmm. in the in the series. I, I just I just wanted to bring this up because I, I had forgotten about it. Like. Mm-hmm. Sherman Helmsley, um, Isabel Sanford, and Marla Gibbs all showed up as George Weezy and, and, and Florence. Because, oh, wow. Yeah, this is at the end of the series because the, um, they were selling their house. And that oh, was, right, they were right. one of the potential buyers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually remember that episode. I, I do. I do remember it. I didn't remember it until I, I looked on the list right now. But uh-huh. I, I remember the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think it might have been the last episode. It was close to it. Let me, I'll, I'll be able to tell you if it was the last one or not. Because another person who shall remain nameless was on the last episode. Oh, right. Yeah, him. Yeah. He was also anyway. a potential buyer. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so Fresh Prince is a cultural icon. Yeah. It's it, it's great. It's awesome. I loved it. I still love it. I want to watch it right now, honestly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone can... Re- I mean, it's... The thing is, like I said, I don't... If you go back and look, in, look at those first couple of seasons, it's like, whoa. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. I like but, it once it gets around to like season three, season four. That's when right. it's really hitting stride. Yeah. And it gets interesting, <laughs> and all the other characters have been more developed. And um, they get their own storylines and things and uh, stretched out beyond their just being their stereotypical self. Right. So, yeah. It, it, it was fun. I mean, do do you think you have like maybe a a favorite episode? Well, I think we've talked about all the episodes. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. thinking we should wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's get it together. We really talked about. <laughs> <laughs> we hit all the high points. <laughs> I think so. So. Yeah, that's it for this week. You want to tell them where you want to be found? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cusified. That's Q-U-E-C-I-F-I-E-D. And I am at J Squared Horn on Instagram and Twitter. And that's it for this week. See you guys next episode. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>